Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are here to talk about Star Trek The Next Generation Season 2, Episode 11. It is called Contagion. So, full spoilers for the episode, as always. And this one takes us into the neutral zone. We got Romulans, we got the myth of the Iconians, which is a new thing that we've never heard of before. And we have some uh, funky uh, data shenanigans and lots of other things. Which ultimately, uh, if I was to sum up this episode in one little phrase, there's one sentence to kind of really tell someone what this episode is about. I would describe it as an episode where there's a lot of malfunctions and the ship's seriously infected and it takes them 45 minutes to consider the possibility of turning it off and turning it on again to fix the problem. <laughs> yep, yeah. I, I was going to say, it's uh, it's getting a virus on your computer before they knew, you know, before that was widespread terminology. Yes. And, uh, Essentially, but ultimately the, the, the solution at the end of the episode is to turn, I mean, there's a little bit more to it than that, but it's basically turn it off and t- turn it on again. <laughs> I, I, I'm hearing Roy and Moss just shouting yes, right now. Yes, yes. From the IT crowd, of course. Um, that's not to make fun of it, though, Dimension, because I actually think the episode's pretty solid. But <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. I'm, but, going to, um, I'm going to make fun of that detail because it's just kind of funny to me now in present day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's an episode where they, they go to a distress call from another ship, another Federation ship. Uh, the captain's an old friend of Picard's and they're having serious malfunctions on board, videos cutting out, uh, you know, life support's going in and out, everything like that. And then it just, they have a quick sort of flurry of other malfunctions, and then the ship just completely blows up. And, like, you know, the Enterprise has to put shields up just to, like, you know, protect itself from the debris that's coming towards them now from the other ship. Yeah. And it's this kind of sad moment. There's, like, a scene later with Wesley comes in because he's, like, not dealing with the fact that he just watched hundreds of people die. Uh, uh, I know. If not thousands. Um, but... We have this, and then it's like, okay, well, what can we do? Like, what, what, what do we try and do here? And then a Romulan ship shows up, because they're in the neutral zone. This is the thing, it's dangerous to come here. And Picard question, you know, before the ship blows up, he's like, hey, why are you in the neutral zone? Why did why, why is this where there's a problem? And he's like, turns out he he tracked through archaeology and whatnot. Uh, they, they, they've been looking for the Iconian, like, world, home world, for a long time. Because, yeah. uh, again, later with Wesley, we find that this is kind of, some people just think this is a myth. They don't think it's even real. Um, yeah, but yeah. we've had a few of these kind of. But those in the know, do, those in the know do know it's real, and this is maybe where it actually is. And they've got like a you know, there's, there's like myths of their technology which are far beyond Earth, and the Starfleet has, and mm. you know, this other captain's like, no, no, we, we can't let any chance that the Romulans can get their hands on this because they would be so ahead of us if they could if they could master it. Uh, so that's why he's there, and. Picard um, says, well, we can't leave until we know for sure that this explosion was not caused by the Romulans, that the Romulan ship that appeared right after didn't in some way incite this. But we actually get like a whole scene with uh, with Jordi explaining why it was the ship. Whatever happened, it was on the ship itself. It was not like blasted from elsewhere. And yeah. what was funny is that this scene actually reminded me a lot of Chernobyl because it was basically him standing there trying to explain why, you know, the the engine did this and why the, the quantum whatever did that and it felt very much like is it a design flaw because that was a lot of Chernobyl's is it a design flaw is it a man made okay. mistake yeah yeah I'm with you there was a lot of just, it was giving me flashbacks of that uh, and they're like wait so could it happen to us you know because then of course they start having malfunctions it's this this this, this 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 scene where Wesley comes to Picard and is like hey can can we talk about what's happened because I'm not coping very well 
Um, and you know the scene kind of plays out like I expected because Wesley says, "You, know, I don't understand how you and Riker can like handle this so easily." And Picard's like, "It's not easy. <laughs> like just because we're, we're keeping her killed does not mean that it's not difficult. Watching thousands of people die, and then having to like you know keep running a ship and keep keep the brave face on because otherwise your crew will freak out. You know, we'll do what you're doing, you little shit. Yeah, confidence. But halfway through the scene, Picard goes up to the uh, the what do we call it? You know, the the materializer, whatever we name that yeah. thing. And he's like, uh, herbal, herbal tea, hot. Really had to specify that. I feel like it'd come hot as, as default. Oh, no, I'd have thought so, but... I mean, I know there's, there's definitely teas you can drink cold, but I feel like hot would be the default one. You'd specify otherwise. Especially for a, a herbal tea. Yeah. Uh, but it gives him like a... I don't know, it, was like, it was like a carrot in a plant pot or something that he got out of. Yeah, it was something stupid. It was like a vegetable growing in a little plant pot. And he's like... Wes is like, didn't you order tea? Oh, good, good job, Sherlock. I'm glad you noticed that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This this <laughs> definitely looks like food and drink. <laughs> I mean, it may be edible. What's growing at it? But yeah, it's, it's not a prepared. Uh, it's not beverage. a meal like you were expecting, though. Well, I wasn't expecting. I was expecting a cup of tea. Okay, sure. But if you were expecting food, in terms of an edible meal. Yeah. Anyway, so. This is the first sign that the Enterprise is starting to have the same problem. Like, you know, certain yeah. systems are just malfunctioning, lights are going on and off. And it's like, shit, we've got this same um, infection. Because they never use the word virus, I don't think. I don't think the word virus is No, used. I don't think it comes up. Um, but, you know, we, we see that the med bay is struggling because they can't use the turbo lifts. Because there's a great, actually, one of my favorite scenes of this episode is a probe launches from the planet, right? This orb starts coming towards them. And they, they know that one came towards the other ship as well. And. You know, Picard's like, "Oh, Jordy, we're going to try and capture this probe so you can analyze it and maybe figure out what you know what happened to the other ship, and then maybe use it." And Jordy's like, "Wait a minute, no!" And he, but then the comms go because all this, all the systems are malfunctioning, so the comms go and he can't talk to Picard. So we get this scene where Jordy is racing up to the bridge to tell him to no, you shoot that thing down, you blow it up before it even has a chance to scan us, and everything on his way the doors were open for him he gets to the turbo lift and he starts getting thrown around the turbo lift yeah. and he's like he's doing all this acting he's like oh woo, it's, it's crazy woo. times uh, and he gets thrown out the turbo lift and lands in the bridge with his visor off convenient that, uh, that it you know lets him get to the bridge yeah well if i had to know I, I actually you say that but i was cynically thinking during the scene that it, this would be almost too ridiculous if it didn't because everything's trying to stop him like something has to at least kind of half work at some point because it's, yeah. it's meant to be random it's not meant to be targeted because it almost plays like the ship doesn't want him to get there like something's actually stopping him no it is i'm surprised that the lift actually got to the bridge though you know that it felt like it was going sideways instead of up for example like it felt like it was going in a completely different direction and uh, so surprised when it ended up there and you, 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 you know for a fact that it's just straight up to the bridge from where he went in. No, no, I don't. I'm saying it felt like it went in the wrong direction, though. Uh, if it did normally go up, it felt like it went sideways instead. You, you can tell me it goes sideways, and this felt like it went. Up. Either way, the point is it felt like it went wrong. Yeah, could, could have done like U shape, though. Could have done. I could have done. Uh, you know, it, it, it went the uh, the long way, it went the scenic route, but it got to the bridge in the end. Uh, and he's like, yeah, no, no, like that, that scanner is just going to make things worse. We we got the infection from the ship logs, which actually, I like that little detail, actually, that um, we actually get to see this other captain's logs because Picard goes to watch them and I'm like, oh, these are useful for something. <laughs> it's not just yeah. a, a useless, you know, excuse for narration every once in a while. To it's, a, it's a nice little exposition device. Yeah. Um, so, 
you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's basically looking for this technology, and you know, uh, it's the, another thing that happens in the Wesley scene is that he thinks again the the Conians are a myth, and Picard's like, no, 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 they they, were, they existed, and we think that you know there was these three or four planets that all had like similar stuff, and that, that can't be true unless the one like. Uh, race the one like unified force was on all all the planets together yeah yeah common ancestor essentially and he says uh what so they they colonized and he's like no no more likely uh took over more likely invaded Conquered. Uh, so he uh explains this and you know wes is kind of like uh, whatever um but the the uh ultimately you know the one part i want to bring up though is that he talks about their technology and says that they didn't use spaceships they they it was like they appeared like you know as to fly out of thin thin, thin air as if they were almost like because the way he describes it in this scene it almost sounds like a magical being just sort of like coming out of nothing and like floating yeah yeah it says the ship with the transporters true like, yes. like, you know, like, you know he, he describes it as if it's this magical thing. i'm like yeah, if you beam down to some random place that has never seen it before, it'll look like you just appeared out of nothing. Yeah, I don't know why you're critiquing this, though, because he makes that very point himself in, like, ten seconds later. Yeah, but it just felt, like, weird to, like, the way he presented it. Like, I don't know. No, the, the, felt... the, the word that he used was clearly not his own words. He was clearly saying the legends of old. He was saying how okay. it was described. He, he's, he's he's clearly saying this is what they say. This is what the stories say, is that they appeared out of right, thin air. Enough, I'm with you. Uh, this, this is not his terminology that he's using because the point he makes straight after this is Wesley says it looks, that sounds like magic and he's like well we'd appear to be magical to people in the stone age yeah. you know he makes that exact point he's like yeah it, it would just look that way to us and sure enough later on when we get down to the planet and we see how they achieved this it's literally they've got a portal machine and they just walk through a portal so it's not the exact same as the transporter it's not It's not the exact same thing no it, it's like paintings almost uh it, 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 it reminds me of, um, you know, the episode of the original series where they went back in time through the gateway. Mm-hmm. You can kind of see it on the other side, and it feels like like a still image, like a portrait. No, it doesn't, but okay. It reminded me of that. It was moving. You could see people moving in the other side. It's clearly a, but, a direct window. <laughs> no, I know, but the, the visual framing of it reminded me of that. <laughs> I'm oh, not well, saying it literally was a painting. I wouldn't describe it as anything like a painting. I would describe it as a window but, or a door yeah, even. Fine. It was more the frame of it that made me think of it. It was a door shape. It was literally the height of a person, and like as wide as a door. It just reminded me of of this. <laughs> I'm sorry for using imagery. <laughs> I saw a car outside. It reminded me of a bike. That's that's basically the logic. The, the, that is not the same thing. That is the framing of logic of what you're saying right now. It, it, it is this not. Is nonsense. It was a goddamn door. It's literally a door. Uh, or they refer to it as a gateway when they get down there themselves, but same Maybe, difference. Yeah. Same difference. A gate, a gate is just a type of door. <laughs> I'm not willing to accept that. It is. No. It opens you go through it. It's a type of door. No, I, I will tell you the key difference. A door is closed on all sides. A gate is usually open on at least the top or bottom, whereas a door has a, you know, it has a frame that it locks into. A gate is a type of door. A type of door where there's open space above it. So it's not a door. <laughs> it is a type of door. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a gate, not a door. It is a gate. I am saying a gate is a type of door. And I'm saying you are wrong. 
How is that wrong? It's a it's a thing on a hinge that opens and you go through it. That's a door. It, it, it is a hinge device, yes, but it is not a door. <laughs> okay, it's a type of door you could kiss my ass. I'm not having this. And, and also, not all gates are on hinges. You can have, you know, they can slide. You can have sliding doors too. You can. They still have a frame though. They close entirely. Gates don't. Would you prefer that I said a door is a type of gate? I think that's worse. Well, shut up then and go with it. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell they're clearly related devices. They're, they're very much based on the same principle logic. They are. I'm so I don't, know, I don't know why your fight was so hard that a gate is a type of door. I just, uh, just fundamentally disagree, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> But this logic that both are wrong for the context of the scene because there is no actual door itself. It's just the frame of a door. There Which is, is no... why I said it reminded me of like a a painting, like a portrait, a portal like that. <laughs> what do you mean a portal like a painting? Paintings are portals. This is no, worse than no, anything I've, I just said. I've, no, that is something like you, I've seen in other media, like these, you know, like frames of paintings that are like, oh, they're actually portals. It reminds me of that. With the way that you know, like there is no doorway, you know, there is no gate on it. Although I, I, I suppose no, there is a doorway. There's no door. There's there's a doorway. There's yeah, not a physical yes, door. Yes, yes. Sorry, that 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 was my misspeaking. There there is no physical door, which is why it reminded me of the other things. A gate is a type of goddamn door. And I'm stuck, the comments I'm, will disagree. I'm sticking. I'm sticking to it. I, I, <laughs> I do. I get a type of door, and um, I have no idea what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> anyway, we jumped ahead to the the, the portal. Anyway, we were stuck. It's because Picard, Picard's like, okay, maybe we can get an idea down there of like how to like deal with this 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 uh, virus. Not that word again, but I'm using that because it's the most natural thing for me to say. Uh, and Picard's like, yes, I'm going in the away team. And Riker's like, oh, are you now, sir? We've had this conversation like a hundred times. He's like, yeah, we'll have it again. But, and I, I thought he was going to argue because my, my argument in my head before he explained why he should go down was that, well, if this fails, the whole ship's going to blow up anyway. So there's really no no reason not to put me in danger at this point. Yeah. And also just, hey, I'm captain. I outrank you. Yes, but he's he's got an actual sound reason is that Picard actually has an interest in this Iconian race. He studied the history, he studied the archaeology. He's the best bet of actually understanding yeah. anything. Uh, even though when they get down there, it's really data who's the best bet because he can actually process data quickly and, you know, fiddle with things and whatnot. Yeah, technology and shit. Yes, uh, but I, I do like the address because I was like, yeah, but isn't the transport also going to be acting funky? And they do say, yeah, it's working right now, but we may not be able to bring you back. And I'm like, okay, they at least address that they didn't just forget yeah. that this piece of tech should be immune to it or whatever, like, or shouldn't no, be. It, it, it treats it fairly. Yeah. Uh, so they go down and they're looking about. Uh, and of course, as this is happening, we know the Romulan ship, because we've barely mentioned the Romulans actually up until this point. Uh, the Romulans, um, you know, the main Romulan comes on, on the comms and she's like, hey, like, you guys better leave. This is this is a neutral zone. We, we uh, you know, leave immediately. And they cloak themselves and they're kind of with the Enterprise the whole time, even though they're cloaked. And... They come kind of back on after Picard's left with uh, with Worf and Data, and Riker kind of has to deal with them. And of course, Troy, with her thrilling insight, um, at all times in this episode, at one point she's like, like oh, what's, what's going on? Troy's like, everyone on the ship is very, 
you know they're, they're very uh stressed they're like oh no shit no shit we, we, may, we may all be blown up in the next couple hours and you, you everyone's stressed what a surprise uh I don't know why they keep her around. <laughs> I don't know. Because at one point, because he's like, hey, okay, they need to keep busy. That's their advice to keep everyone busy so they don't think about it. He's like, okay, let's arrange an evacuation to the planet just to keep them busy. You can go and run it. And she's like, but won't you need me on the bridge in case you have to talk to the, the Romulan again? He's like, I'll manage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I love that the, the idea of, hey, this is life or death situation. So to distract you from that, we're going to practice an evacuation for this life and death situation. <laughs> oh dear. I, I yeah, so but I mean there's some there's some good stuff with the Romulan ship. Um it's nice to see them again, especially since they were reintroduced in the finale of uh of season 1. This, this yep. feels like one of the the big first sort of meetings with them after that. Even though like, it's not a huge interaction really. Uh, yeah, but it's it, a constant threat of where they are, and the idea, the, the entire plot of this Iconian tech is around the idea that we can't let the Romulans get to. Because at no point does Picard yeah. say we should try and master it. He just wants to destroy it because the Romulans getting it would be would be you know it, it, it would be like if uh, if uh, like Russia got the nuclear bomb like a decade early, kind of thing. Okay, that's fine. fine. I was just I was just a little worried that you might go off script with whatever analogy you were going to come up with there but uh, that was fine piss off i don't anyway um so they're down there and data's trying to work things out but he gets jolted this this thing infects him because he has of course a computer as well after all and he, you know they open this gateway and they're looking through it and it's, it's sort of like stuttering it's like shifting from different locations like but rotates through the places that it can go to yeah and one of them is the enterprise and like oh that's the enterprise that's a way back we just have to time it and jump in when you know when the time comes and he's like okay Worf, you take data because if Jordy can study him and figure out you know what's going on it may be the only hope the enterprise has i'm going to stay back and destroy you know destroy everything and there's a whole scene where data who's kind of out of it is trying to explain like how to like you know, trigger the system and whatever. And Worf's like, but sir, you'll 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 die. He's like, Well no, I'll jump through the gate. He's like, but you could end up anywhere. He's like, that's true, but anywhere will be better than here when it's blown up, so I'll i I'll take the chance. And you know, and there's a couple of moments here with Worf alike actually where Worf's kinda of like saying, Hey, this is really dangerous, like messing with this stuff. Like this this could uh you know like be whatever and Picard's like, Yeah, but this'll have to be the test then and Worf's like Understood. So, like, he's just like, yeah, it's just do or die. We don't it's have much like, option. Can't really argue with you on this one. Also, I do like that when the, the the portal first opens up, and Worf speculates that it's just a hologram. It's not real. And Data goes up and sticks his arm in it to see if it's a hologram. And Picard pulls his arm. And he's like, Data, that was really foolish and silly. And all I could think about was like Prometheus and like how stupid the scientists were in that, and how Picard's <laughs> like staying on point. <laughs> I like how that's your go-to example of stupid scientists. It is. That's a perfect example for stupid scientists. I mean, no, don't get me wrong. They are. It's just, you know, it's far from the only thing guilty of it. Oh, sure. But that's a notable one from recent years, so... Yeah, fair enough. You can have it. And so the Data gets back on the ship, and Jordy is kind of tinkering with them, and it's Data essentially kind of, like, dies, where they're like, oh, there's nothing from him. He's gone. And it's kind of yeah. this, this, you know, morbid moment. And then... He, he wakes up, he reboots, and it's like, wait, how, why is he okay? How, how did his, you know, his system fight off this infection? And Jordi, he like, stands there and theorizes, and ultimately, well, he turned off, purged it from his memory, and turned back on. Can we do that with the ship? Yes. Hence my joking, all they have to do is turn it off. 
and turn it back on again. It always works. It's always the first thing you should try, people. And I love so the actually, idea that you know, we're, we're at the point now. The problem here where it didn't have the vernacular yet for, you know, a virus. They didn't really know what it was doing entirely with the technology. It knew enough to say, just turn it off and on again. No, but here's, here's the thing, though. You, you expect me to believe that 300 years, whatever, in the future, where computers have went from their infancy and in when this was made in the 80s, I mean, obviously they were around before then, but still, relative to today, their infancy, right? And they've advanced so much that your computer does 90% of what the ship needs to do automatically. Computer runs everything. We're 300 years in the future, we have spaceships. And the first thought that one of them has is, let's turn it off and on again. <laughs> that should be the first thing everyone thinks of. Yeah, I, I, I'm just theorizing that, generally speaking, their antivirus software is so good, they've never encountered the, the fact that they have to turn it off and on again before. All right. This is what we're they're, going they're not. They're not using AVG. Let me tell you that. <laughs> oh yeah, they've got McAfee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. McAfee, the antivirus support malware bytes of uh, of the enterprise. <laughs> Order yours <laughs> now for ninety five ninety nine. Just put that in their ads. Um, no, so I mean, yeah, they they, they do this. Uh, last little bit of excitement, of course, because uh, this this works. You know, effectively, it works, and the the transport is back online, which is good because when Picard goes through the door after like rigging everything to blow up, because he does this by releasing some of the spheres, but trapping the door so the rocket sort of take off like blows everything up. It, yep. You know, it made enough sense when he was dis- dis- describing it. It's a bit, you know, it was a bit techno techno babbly though. Yeah, it was a bit techno babbly, but it made enough sense that you got what they were saying. Yeah. Um. But he, when he goes through the gateway, he actually ends up in the Romulan ship, and the Romulans are like sort of like holding their phasers up to him, and he's like, "Oh well, ain't that just my luck?" And she's but like, "Not today, fellas. You're gonna die with us because our because all destructors turned on because they've got the, yeah. because that's the other thing they've got all the same problems. The last time that they called Riker on the on the bridge, it was very clear that both ships were suffering the exact same thing. Yeah, um, and uh, you know we see the lights go off, and Riker kind of realizes, and it's like a good little moment, but. Uh, Picard phases, you know, phases away, um, back to the Enterprise, and you know, cracks some jokes. Ah, that's why you keep all these away missions to yourself, uh, Commander Riker. Uh, that's where all the excitement is. So what's everything we get on here? Uh, business as usual, and just sort of walks off with a smile on his face. And Riker's just, like, just "No, it was it was stressful as hell. I was worried that Romans were going to shoot us, and and that the ship was going to blow up. It was a nightmare." <laughs> yeah, and Riker's just got a shitty grin. It's like, ah, I got it all covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's that's basically the end of the episode. Um, although they do worth mentioning, Riker does call the the Romulan ship, and it gets Jordi to send them the solution so that they can fix their own ship. Yeah. But of course, uh, you know, warp warp hates it out of there, you know, immediately so that just before in, they actually fix their ship. Yes, before they fix their ship, and just in case, and as he points out, in case they're not as good as Jordi and can't fix it in time. Uh, we should get away as well, just in case this the ship explodes. And the, the yes, breeze. in case they're not as good as Geordie and can't turn their ship off and on again. <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously, we're joking about some of the tech stuff from a, a modern-day perspective, but honestly, the episode's pretty solid. I think the the threat of the the virus is interesting. It leads to some fun scenes with Geordie trying to get to the bridge. The Romulan threat is also kind of nice. It's a bit of world-building but it also, you know, it does two things. It has the literal threat of them being in front of them and threatening to shoot them because they're in the neutral zone, which again reestablishes the neutral zone. But it also does the thing of like, no, no, the reason why we have to destroy this technology is that if Romulans get it, they're going to be super powered and we have to deal with yeah. that. So. Yeah, they're, they're already pretty scary. 
So yeah, it kind of kind of uh, ties things in nicely with with its own. With I mean, it only has one plot, but it, it kind of has like sort of subsets of its own plot. It kind of goes through stages. Yeah, uh, for the most part, I agree. I enjoyed it. Uh, I thought the bit that I found was a bit of a chore was the point where they thought it might have been a design flaw, because mm. um, that didn't really play for me. Because okay, I, I can buy that there is a design flaw on these ships that will affect them, you know, at some point. But the idea of these ships that were built not exactly the same time that have been in service probably, you know, various lengths of times, you know, they've been on different missions and then within hours of each other happen to have the exact same problem from, from this design floor. That, that felt a bit weird that they, that they were so seriously. Uh, you're talking complete and utter bollocks right now. Uh, no one speculates that the enterprise has a design flaw at all, because by the time the enterprise starts malfunctioning, they've already kind of, deduced that the other ship didn't have a design flaw. Do they not, do they not think it was when uh, when, when he was doing the, uh, the, the make, asking for the tea with Wesley? Do you not think it was a design, potentially a design flaw at that point? I mean, maybe, you're, maybe, maybe you're right. I, I don't recall them actually thinking that the Enterprise had a design I'm flaw. I'm sure though. they were, because I'm sure I remember Picard thinking, well, if there is a design flaw that we've all got, you know, we need to report this so that you know, all the other ships can be so- sorted. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but I don't remember like, once the effects. Like, I, I I vaguely remember. Actually, no. I think you're right. He says that, but I think that's before anything goes wrong in the Enterprise. I think it's just like, okay, if there's a design flaw, we have to figure out what it is and report it. Maybe. I think once stuff starts happening in the Enterprise, it's. It, it, I don't remember it ever really resting on the. Oh, maybe we've got the design flaw too. For, for See, the that's reason what it did for, for a little bit. For at, the at reason the start of it. For the reason you just said, where it's kind of silly that both ships have it at the exact same time. So it, it, yeah. it immediately points to you know, there's something that's affected both ships. Uh, yeah. Here in this space, or you know, as we find yeah, out. Yeah, so in my computer. memory, there's a, there's a bit of overlap where before Geordie comes to the conclusion of what it actually is, they're like, well, it, it might still be this design flaw, and they're kind of worrying about it, and it felt a bit weird to me. But hey, uh, that is uh, that's the episode. That's contagion. Um, which and what is a contagion if not a virus? <laughs> <laughs> Just you know. Yeah. Uh, but no, the episode's pretty solid. Uh, it's probably yeah. uh, one of the best of the season so far. Uh, obviously, behind the two sort of biggies. We yeah, had back it's, it's back. not near the standouts, but it's above most of the rest. Yeah, it was an exciting episode with some good stuff. Uh, nice bit of mythology tied in. I don't know if we're going to hear about the Iconians again, given that they blew up this. this... Likely never. Yeah. Uh, but intriguing, all the same. So let's have a look and see what's coming next time. Yeah. Hopefully uh, something decent. Next episode please. is called the Royale, and here's the description on IMDb. Worf, Data, and Riker find themselves trapped in a re- re- sorry, recreation of a poorly written novel. <laughs> so it's a holodeck episode, is what you say. <laughs> it's a holodeck episode. Sounds like it. Hey, it's, it's not been that long since the last one. This may be a bit too frequent for my taste. <laughs> uh, the, the last one was like episode three of this season, I think. And this is episode 12. You, I mean... Yeah, two a season. Uh, that you're assuming. Well, okay. In this, this, in this case, it probably is because this season's short because of the writer strike and ends at twenty two. But this might have went a three for the season if it had the full. I 26. mean, maybe, but generally speaking, I'd you know I, I'd I'd consider twelve. Yeah, that's close enough to halfway that it'd count as the the second half of the season's holodeck episode. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is you don't know if there's going to be another one. Well, no, I don't. But as of right now, I'm 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 assuming. All right, I'm just saying, but they, but, they but, can prove me wrong. But soon after the uh, the Sherlock one from earlier in the season, yeah. uh, so we'll see how it is. 
Um, I will keep my expectations muted for this one, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, so that was episode 11 of Star Trek Next Generation Season 2. You can let us know what you thought of the episode in the comments below. You can like and subscribe and all that stuff. You can get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the show and everything we do here, you can head over to patreon.com slash mailfuzztv where you can support us for as little as a dollar per month and you get some exclusive shows. You get some stuff early at certain tiers and there's a bunch of other stuff you can go and find and look at. Uh, but mostly you get to keep all the content coming and feel warm and fuzzy on the inside. Uh, so you can of course uh, get us on uh, uh, the Twitters at mail underscore fuzz as well, uh, which I may have said already, I don't know. Uh, but that is the end of the show, so thank you once again for watching or listening, we always appreciate it. Keep watching Star Trek guys, and to everyone but Connor, live long and prosper.